I hope y'all are. This episode, look, this episode is about a pharmacist who made major improvements to the toilet. You know what I mean? So, yo, this is what that episode's about. We're going to just talk about a whole lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? First and foremost, let's, let's get into this right here. And as we're recording this, it has not happened yet. And that is the first Republican presidential debates. Mm. Trump skipping. Has to skip, right? Like y'all seen the indictments, y'all seen the y'all seen the mug shots. Salute the um what is it, Jenna? Yeah, Jenna, Jenna Ellis. I don't know, man. Like Maybe she was like, yo, I don't get a lot of people taking my pictures, but she was smiling. She had that Mel Gibson photo shot. Like, her her, her mug shot looked like she was, like, preparing for something else. Like, there was an acting gig around the corner. Like, yo, when they do the, when they do the um, biography on HBO or whatever, I'm going to play myself. She had that vibe. She was like, yo, she was, she was preparing for something. She was like, yo, this is real, right? I don't know. I don't think I'm going to go to jail. Like, she had that smile. Like, she had something in her. An ace in the cut. Like, yo, I got something under my sleeve. I'm not blood. Man, y'all ain't, ain't understanding. I'm about to get about this. But it was dope. Trump had to, had to skip it because that's going to be the... First of all, and I know he's an egomaniac. But first of all, he has to skip it because the focus is going to be about him. And not just for the media aspect of it, but the shots going to be blown at him hard. Like, nothing. It will totally disrupt the whole balance of the debate. So it's better to skip it. Because, like, everything is unfolding this summer. You don't want the focus to be on Trump. Like, when this joint jumps off, we'll, we'll talk about it, like, maybe next week. I might even talk about it on my show Saturday. Who knows? I don't know what we're going to do. But we'll talk about it. As, you know, in all honesty. But focus, I don't know man, I just don't want the focus to be about trends, I don't want the focus to be about black, about slavery, which by the way, everybody and their mama know about slavery, everybody loves to talk about slavery, as if like, don't act like it was just us, no, it wasn't just you, it's the stuff after slavery that makes the situation the situation, yeah, everybody had slavery, everybody had a form of slavery, it's the stuff after slavery that's the part that's when it gets tricky but anyway i just don't want the debate to be about slavery and trans this trans that come on man give me something about the economy you know what i'm saying give me something about about the food we eat like give us something give us something you know budgets education give us something you want to somehow rewrite history cool can't rewrite history with these museums you can't rewrite history you know what i'm saying with the statues with the the little plaques and stuff at cities you know you can't what are y'all gonna do just go throughout america and just tear all that down no so go ahead and rewrite history from that perspective like ah slavery wasn't that bad for for a generation of people black and white that have no idea what slavery was about that's cool y'all can have that i'm just saying 
don't play those games. Like, the country is better off after slavery. That's the... Uh, that's the... Uh, you know what I mean? But anyway, this is what we doing, man. This is, I also saw, like, a dude this today. Um, A lot of people were posting it. I forgot to post it. I'll probably post it tomorrow. Where the guy said... um. He's part of the Blacks of Trump movement, which, by the way, here's the thing. As much as everybody likes to kick it like that, there's a lot of people, a lot of black people. All that talk about the Hispanics, there are a lot of black people who are pro-Trump. It's unbelievable. It's, it's, it's mind-boggling. Trust me on that. I've seen a lot. I've, I've heard a lot. I've been witness to a handful and it's crazy and it's wild because their thoughts are the economy was good you know what I'm saying the stock was good he was out here doing what he said he was going to do he was in the process of trying to get that wall up basically everything white people were saying black people were saying the same thing when it comes to that race thing they overlooked that like I don't know what's up with him even black celebrities like, I don't know who this dude is. He wasn't this way in the 80s and 90s. I don't know who this guy is. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, man, that's just fascinating. I'm going to check the debate out tonight. You know, you know what I'm saying? And maybe next week talk about it or whatever. But we're going to definitely have to get into that, man, because it's that time. It's right around the corner. It's right around the corner. Hey, my kid will be able to vote. That's how wild it is. You gotta get ready for this stuff, man. Let's do what we do with and put your put your get your, get your put your big boy britches on and go out here and vote. For real. You know what I'm saying? When it's, I don't care, even if you're a Republican and you listen to this, get down on the primary. Don't be out here voting for people who ain't there, Trump. You know what I mean? Let's do what we do. Yeah, I said it like that. Anyway, man. That's how I go down. What else been jumping? Oh, Saw the Blue Beetle movie. Crazy. Crazy. First of all, let me tell y'all, it's not a bad movie. Like, somebody I read somewhere, and a couple of people were telling me it was supposed to be an HBO Max movie. Mm, I can kind of get the vibe on that. But there, outside of George Lopez, there's no, and Susan Sarandon, there are no real stars my man that did it he's the guy from cobra kai so that's you know like that's a tv show it's okay like if you ain't watching that show you wouldn't have known who he was but as far as it goes it's a dope it's a, it's a good movie it's a good jump off for that character i don't think that character will last but it's a good thing what happens is budgeting wb had enough money to push to go out their way and totally 100% push two to three movies. Blue Beetle was not one of those two to three movies. The Flash was one of those two to three movies. I think Black Adam might have been one of those movies also. And everything else is just like, eh, you get to it. If you get to it, Doom, I don't even think Doom was one of those movies. Doom has been pushed back to um, next year, which I think it, I, it's probably best because another thing that has messed up a lot of these summer movies is the writer's strike, so you can't promote it. You can't go out here, you can't, there's no red carpeting for this, there's no real promotions for this. It's like, you see the trailers, call it a day, everything is being moved around because it's like, 
people are saying there's no real marketing for these movies so how you know what I'm saying it's the late night shows it's the, it's the crazy little things that you do here and there like without that you know that's the part of the marketing process the posters are cool the trailers are great it's the other stuff and there's none of that jumping off right now so yeah, it feels weird watching, it feels weird seeing movies with nothing more than a trailer and, and calling it a date. And the trailer for Blue Beetle, I remember, I remember just the one. I don't, people were talking about there was a gang of them and then there was a marketing campaign, which I don't believe because with the writer's strike, who was pushing that agenda for the marketing campaign? I don't know, but anyway, the movie wasn't bad. It was a, you know, it was a decent movie, you know, nothing crazy. And I'm reading, like I said, I'm, I'm checking out the reviews on, on the back end. Once I've seen the movie, looked at it, digested it, absorbed it, accepted it for what it was. You know, then you start checking around and looking and seeing what things are. People are like, yo, something it popped on my Google where I'm reading it. And they're like, it didn't connect with a lot of audiences because of the cultural differences i don't even know what that is i don't know what that like i'm trying to like i'm even now i'm still trying to go like family orientated superhero movie that's family orientated superhero movie family orientated superhero movie it was all about his family the family was all about him Family was like, I haven't seen enough movie that was this much about family since Fast and the Furious, the last one. Fast and Furious X. Both movies got that in common. The theme is family. How is that a cultural difference? You mean to speak it in Spanish? In a house where it's just supposed to be you and your peers, you and your family? Yeah, that's how that would go. What do you think, people? Spanish people speak Spanish just to, so we don't get to know what they're talking about? They're in the comfort of their home. They'll probably go back and forth and definitely probably always be a lot more Spanish than anything else. So I don't, I didn't get that. Like, is that what they're, that what they're talking about? Or the gentrification part? Like, I don't know. What were they expecting it to just be J-Lo Spanish? And there's just no, like, no disrespect to J-Lo when I say that. I'm just saying, J-Lo is in a lot of movies where her ethnicity is never brought up. Her ethnicity is not part of the, the makeup of the movie. It's J-Lo. You're just supposed to expect accept J-Lo. That's it. It's J-Lo. Like, like we could have put a white woman in it, but we didn't. We grabbed J-Lo. Same premise, same plot. We were not going to put any Spanish stuff in it, Puerto Rican stuff in it. We're just going to keep it moving. Were they expecting Blue Beetle to be that? Where it was like, yeah, here's a Spanish dude, but you'll never know that there's Spanish, that his ethnicity is Spanish because we're not gonna really huh, do anything with that. It reminds me of, um, cause that, I, when I hear cultural reference, that's what I hear. You know what I'm saying? So it reminds me of Fresh Off the Boat. I don't know if y'all ever seen that. There's a show, it was a show on ABC called Fresh Off the Boat, Chinese Immigrants, from D.C. go out there to Florida and it's a culture shock. You know, D.C. is D.C. Chocolate City. 
okay what you are you gonna get that you gonna feel that the go-go the hip-hop the all that it's, it's a vibe then you're going out there to florida florida and at this time florida wasn't always up on things and for those who don't know that show if you do know that show you know first season i don't care what movie i don't care scratch movie i don't care what tv show was out at that time and it was a lot because this was abc abc had this weird thing by the way where it seemed like they were trying to check off all the boxes like abc was like we're gonna have everything blackish i think blackish first season um what was it fresh off the boat first season blackish first season and there was an irish show i can't think of the thing where the guy was irish and he was gay and the, and the um, parents were breaking up and it was all kind of stuff going on with that and you still had and then you had the jewish show which were the goldbergs and then you had then you had the like multi-ethnic group which was modern family and then all the stuff that they had going on with the gay thing and everything like that and then you had ah, ah there's something i'm missing a show i know i'm missing a show i'm missing the show i can't think I'm, i know i am but it's wild. They, they, it's like they checked off all the boxes for they. They had the black show. They had the Asian show. They just had everything going on. And fresh off the boat, when you think about the black shows, was probably the most hip hop show going on. That first season, maybe in half of the second season, they definitely tried to incorporate a lot of the Asian stuff as well as just being what Asian people would be like keeping it real like the first three to four episodes it was always like yo something 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 them white people what you think you like he was like yeah i want to i don't want this kind of food i want this and this like man you always ate this food you were eating this food in dc well i can't eat this food now you know he wanted to fit in and it was like ah don't do this and don't trust white people you know it was a little jokes that minorities do people of color do there's like that hey don't don't let somebody be too friendly you don't want to end up missing. That was a that's a that was a thing. You know what I mean? But somewhere somewhere along the line, definitely after the like midway in the second season, it became just a regular old school ABC show. Like old school. We're talking old school family matters. We're talking old school. What was the full house? That kind of you know what I'm saying? Boy meets world. It became that all of a sudden. It, it, like the ethnicity was lost and, and lost to existence. Like every once in a while they bring it back up here and there, but not as strong as it was that first season. And that's what I think. And a lot of that is cultural difference. That, you know what I'm saying? And it's like that's what you're watching the show for, though. To, to, to take that in and embrace that, right? That's the vibe I feel like. When you saw Blue Beetle, there, there's a lot of Spanish-speaking moments in that movie. When I say a lot, I mean they're speaking Spanish, I'm going to say 70% of the time. There's definitely more Spanish stuff going on, more Spanish-speaking stuff, and more Spanish things that you relate with, relate to, or just people of color, poor people. It was that. Like, that's what I mean. I don't know if the cultural references, gentrification, that's a thing. There's nothing worse than going, I grew up here, I bought a house here, this is my neighborhood, and there was being stripped for me. Yeah, that's a thing, that happens. You know what I'm saying? Or to be a person of color, graduate 
law school and have to end up being a maid of some sort, a butler, a house cleaner, or work at a hotel, or work at a fast food restaurant, or do something that is so beneath your actual degree, so beneath the money that it took to get you to get to that place in your life, you'll It'll take you years to even just make the tuition up for maybe one semester. That's a real thing. And again, that's not even a people of color thing. That's a poor people thing. Like the the, the sacrifices people and the saving people do to make sure that their kid can go to school and have a good four-year situation and even more if they need to. And the, and the sacrifice and the scrapping and the, and the hunkering down and, and, and all that. That's a real thing. So I'm like, I don't get where they were saying they it was cultural differences that, you know, that's why the movie flopped. Because it was too Spanish. And I've also heard that people said um that there was a market that's what I was saying about the marketing thing. There was a marketing campaign where they were like, Hey, you're Spanish, you should go out here and watch this like Spanish movie with a superhero. And they're like, ah, oh, it flopped because the Latino community didn't go out and see it. Here's a hit. It probably also flopped, not so much because of the Spanish community not going to embrace it, but it's Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. Like, unless you're a comic book geek, Blue Beetle is not on your on your radar. You know what I'm saying? Marvel was, look, here's the thing. Marvel got away with that because they had some good movies. Guardians of the Galaxy was not on anybody's radar for real, for real, before the movies came out. Black Widow is not on anybody's radar before the movie came out. Let's just keep that a buck. Captain America, Iron Man, they were basically B to C level comic book characters. You know what I'm saying? They weren't on the same level as X-Men, Spider-Man, Incredible Hulk. That's why those properties, Ghost Rider, they, Ghost Rider at one point was the most popular joint in the 70s, going into the 80s. Six Lakes, Spider-Man, Hulk, and all that, yeah. Captain America and them, they looked good. Iron Man and them looked that they didn't really, they weren't topping any charts on anybody. They weren't going out here making moves for anybody, for real. The movies did that. The MCU did that. And then when it was like, oh, now we're just going to go here and grab... Guardians of the Galaxy that nobody ever heard of. That's why everybody's like, yo, how are y'all hating on the Inhumans? How are y'all hating on the Eternals? How are y'all hating on Shang, Shang, Shang Chi and all that? Guys gave love to um, Guardians of the Galaxy. You know what I'm saying? DC, Blue Beetle, unless you're watching like Young Justice and Brave and the Bold or whatever Batman, you're not seeing him for real. So it's like, yo, it had nothing to do with Latino. It had everything to do with, this is not like a name brand character. This is not that guy. This is not Black Adam. This is not Shazam. This is Aquaman. This is Superman, Batman. I heard somebody even say, well, you know, when you start making jokes about Batman, you've sealed your fate. Everybody makes jokes about Batman. Peacemaker made jokes about Batman. The ratings were great for Peacemaker. Don't make that a, as an excuse. Go ahead with that. Like, I don't get... DC is just in a place. These They're going to have to... I'd scrap it. To 
be honest, and just deal with animated movies. Don't worry about trying to keep up with what's going on in Marvel because the fans are not going to allow these movies to be that. You know what I'm saying? It's only in watching it for free on, on TNT and TBS and FX a hundred times and on, on Max a hundred times is when it's going to be like, oh, this isn't that bad. It's been over 10 years. Remember how people hated The Man of Steel when it first came out? And now everybody's like, oh, Henry Cavill was a great Superman. He was only Superman for three movies, technically. You know what I'm saying? Like, technically. We got a great Batman once out of that whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Even the even the Snyder Cut Batman, he's good. But he's definitely not Batman versus Superman good. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, there's always going to be skepticism around DC when they do it, doing these movies. It's kind of like you might as well shut it down, really eat off of your animated movies, which is what they were always doing beforehand. Their animated movies are leaps and bounds beyond better than anything Marvel puts out. Probably, and to be honest, some of them are better than the actual Marvel movies, live action joints. And people are like, well, they ought to take that and you're not going to accept it. You're not. And let's go back to Man of Steel. Perfect example. We all love that scene in Justice League Unlimited when he's when he's like, hey, he finally really throws them punches at Darkseid and they're tearing up. I don't I'm, I want to say that's Metropolis. I don't know. You know how many times Superman has destroyed Metropolis on the cartoons and everything is cool and it's just epic fights. Oh man, that was epic, man. That was crazy, yo. You see that? Same thing with a lot of these newer animated movies and these and they're just killing everything in the streets and banging out on on the blocks and buildings are being torn up and exploded. Cars are being thrown and explosions. You see that in live action on man is still in like, oh my god, this is this is like oh my god, what what is this, man? Oh my god, why, why, what is this? What is this? This is just too crazy, man. Oh my god. You think about all the people they kill. They were apparently killing people in the cartoons too. You ran through a building with another superhero and the building explodes and then implodes on itself. Those people are dead. Sorry, you know what I mean? You're throwing cars around at other people. Somebody died. Sorry, is it because it's in live action that you care a little more? Uh, who knows? Who knows? But Blue Beetle isn't really a bad movie. It's not a great movie. I'm going to put it this way. It's better than Shazam 2. It's better than Black Adam. It's better than those joints. But it's slightly under the first Shazam. Matter of fact, it's probably, let me take that back. It might be a little better than the first Shazam. You know what I mean? It's, it's slightly, it's in, it's in, it's maybe second uh, Suicide Squad. Because that second Suicide Squad, for those that know, that's a good movie. That also didn't really get a lot of love. It's way better than Wonder Woman 2. And Wonder Woman 2, the plot was great. 
the concept was great. It was the rest of the stuff. Like, I don't know, man. That that was that was a dope little plot. Shorty got, got the thing. And then when the woman said something about had her wish, and then you know they all that was dope. And the fact she had to let him go, all that was dope. It's the it's the execution. Like the concept was there. The execution didn't rock. I don't know how to. I don't, I don't even know how to be nice about it like that. The execution was ugh, ugh. You sank my battleship. You know it was really ugh. But Blue Beetle was dope. I I think like if you're upset about the authenticity of the ethnicis ethnicity, the authenticity of the ethnic, the authenticity of the ethnic experience then that's your fault you know what I mean like that's that's on you what do you I don't were they not supposed to like be true to what it would be like in that experience of a, a Hispanic family I don't get what the cultural reference like they don't get the cultural references I don't but anyway good movie hopefully it's not gonna make its money but when it hits max and everybody really truly sees it for what it is, it's going to be dope. You know what I mean? And it might get a sequel. It might at least incorporate your boy to the thing. Because I think this is what, this is a this is considered as a James Gunn flick, right? So, yeah. Hopefully that becomes part of whatever James Gunn's got going on. Blue Beetle was dope. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was dope. It, it had that vibe to it. It had that Shazam, Spider-Man. You know what I'm saying? Um, this Marvel for the for the Disney Plus show, it had that vibe of, oh my God, I got powers. What? You know what I mean? That's how I... Eh. Anyway. So what else we got going on? Football season is almost upon us. Ooh, we Football season is almost upon us. You see all the, you see all the ads already asking you how you, how you filling out your fantasy league thing. Dudes is out here tripping on, on, on doing the um, preseason at players that aren't going to play during the regular season anyway. Man, you see that backup quarterback, he sucked. You will never have to see him if your quarterback is straight. Why are you worried about it? Man, make sure that you've got a dope O-line that's going to protect your quarterback. You don't want him to have, like when we grew up, it was called the Batman moments because of, of the sticker commercial. You don't want your uh your quarterback catching the Batman moment. Blah, blah. Hey, do you know who you are? You know where you are. Everything good. Look in your eyes, man. Follow the light. Follow the light. Who are you? I'm Batman. Greatest commercial. Like the dopest commercials when we was growing up. Those was one of them. I'm Batman. And then you had the Grant. Not the Grant Hill. It wasn't Grant Hill in it. But the Sprite commercial. Where the dude was. Because that's, that's how we grew up. Like when you were playing football and you hit somebody. And they was down. They be like, ah, Batman, Batman. And you tried to dunk, and you and and the, and the choke, and the ball hit the rim, and you fell back. Well, you ain't even had to hit. You ain't even have to fall, but you uh, and you hit the rim, and you ain't go over the rim with the ball. Sprite commercial. You the Sprite dude. You a you a Sprite commercial. That was what we did when we grew up. That was how. That was the way that that went down when we grew up. You know what I'm saying? It was like, yo. Sprite commercial. You know what I mean? But anyway, speaking of Sprite commercials, let me not even talk about football. Somebody, Steph Curry, 
said he is the greatest point guard of all time. Apparently, it just sparked a major debate. Now, here's the wild part. Stephen A. Smith pulled out the flex mode, I guess, on his show live, and it was like, Michael Jordan texted me and said, Magic Johnson is the greatest point guard to ever do it, and Steph Curry is the greatest shooter to ever do it. And people are mad. People are actually upset with that comment. And here's the thing. That comment isn't a diss to anybody. If you know how Magic Johnson played the game, if you understood what it is to be a point guard, Magic Johnson is the best. Let's keep it a buck. Then he goes on, Michael Jordan goes on to say, and Steph Curry is the best shooter ever. How are you guys upset about that? That's like me going and going back to football. That's like me saying, greatest wide receivers of all time. Hmm. Nobody can run a route like Jerry Rice. But nobody is physically gifted and athletically gifted as Randy Moss. Where does that go? You go, well, who's the best? I'm going to go with precision. Athletically gifted is dope, but I'm going to go with precision. Like, like, if you see them joints, like, Jerry Rice's cut with game was ridiculous. Like, it's, it, boom, he'll just cut and turn, boom. You know what I mean? Like, athletically, like, you can mess up the ball. You can mess up, and Randy Moss is going to find a way to get it. That's just a whole nother level. But if you just talk about making sure you run your route right, Jerry Rice, how is that an argument? How is that a debate? How are you upset about that? People are really, I saw somebody, somebody had said, um, Magic Johnson, because the real point guard controls the offense. He's the general. He, he runs the offense. Somebody else was like, Steph Curry is the offense. So that makes him the greatest point guard ever because they don't know basketball. Like, you can't have conversations with people who don't know sports. That's just the, we got to stop doing that. We got to stop, we got to stop listening to people and having conversations with people that have no idea what they're talking about when it comes to sports. Magic Johnson is one of the greatest, if not the greatest, and I'm, I'm going to say it like that, the greatest point guard ever. And yeah, John Stockton is up there. Isaiah Thomas is up there. Let's keep it a buck, because no Nobody was passing the rock like Magic and John Stockton. You know what I'm saying? John Stockton was ridiculous with it. Chris Paul is right there too. Chris Paul will dictate the thing. And here's the thing: the person who felicit who what is what's the word? Felicitate facilitates. Ta-da! <laughs> Look, I lost it again. Facilitates is green. For everybody who loves to talk about, man, Draymond Green, useless. Draymond Green is a point center, technically, because I power forward, small forward, if you really want to be nice about it. But that's what he does. He's the guy, look at a look at a Golden State game. He's the guy that takes the ball, dribbles up the court. He's the guy when, unless Curry is, and, and, and Clay, and even then, when they, as soon as they cross the line, they pass it to him. He dribbles. He's looking at the play. He's examining what's going on, and he facilitates in the ball. He's boom, you got it, boom, you got it. Here's the cut play. Here's that play. For the most part, if Steph Curry had played 
in the 90s, they would have switched his position a long time ago. People forget Allen Iverson came in the NBA as a point guard. They switched his position to, to shooting guard because he wasn't being a point guard. He was like, no, I'm about to shoot this. I'm about to rock this rock. I'm, I'm shooting this. I'm making this happen. Mainly because it was like him and Stackhouse. So the times when Stackhouse ain't around, he's just doing him. They're like, ah, you know what? We're going to make this dude the point guard, and we're going to shift you over to shooting guard. People forget that. Allen Iverson came in the game as a point guard. Nowadays, you can keep whatever position and just play however you feel. And that's what Steph Curry is. Steph Curry is not the traditional point guard. Magic Johnson was a traditional point guard. So you got Steph Steph Curry who's going to grab, who's going to run around like he's like like Reggie Miller and, and find that spot. Boom, pop him off. Boom, pop him off. Boom, pop him off. Okay, boom. He going to cut behind the joint. Ah, I got the smooth layup. Check the, check the jelly on that joint. Oh, check the kick. What? You know what I mean? He, ain't, he is not coming up and down the court calling out plays and, and, and passing the rock and letting everybody get his, get his joints off. Steph Curry is not doing all that. That's Green. Green is the facilitator on that team. So how are y'all making this debate? Like the concept of point guard. You know what I'm saying? We know what a point guard is. That's, that's the thing like when we used to talk about quarterbacks like the concept of a running quarterback that was that was the issue right you can't go this is a great quarterback if he barely throws and he doesn't get a lot of his gets a lot of his yards by running and now the game has evolved to the point they're willing to go yo we don't even need a running back our quarterback can either throw it or run it Mike Vick Randall Randy Randall Cunningham and so many more would dominate the league right now if that's what you're giving them the option to do. I don't have to really throw it. I can run, but I can't throw though. Just to let you know, I can throw. Okay, all right, cool. But I ain't got to. I'm about to, I'm about to kill the game. I'm about to kill the game. Cause now they're just that's they're cool with it now. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of that is basketball and football video gaming it up. Like they they're telling you to make it more entertaining. Because the kids are playing it on the game. We grew up playing it a certain way. That's not really respecting or understanding the full aspect of the game. That's what you did on the video games on 2K, run and gun. Either you're going to run as the quarterback or you're going to try to throw that bomb. If I can't throw that bomb, I'm going to run. That's all people know how to do. You know what I'm saying? On a defensive, nobody really wants to play defense. So, no, that's how that goes. The game is crazy. So now that NFL and NBA are, for the most part, giving you the same vibe as the video games. And it's a shame because the sport is wild. So when you hear Steph Curry go, he's the greatest point guard ever, Michael Jordan was right. He's the greatest shooter ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not really a, you're not really doing point guard things. You, you know what I'm saying? You're basically a really, really short shooting guard. That's it. There's no difference with what Steph Curry does than what Reggie Miller has done, what Ray Allen has done. You know what I'm saying? Any of these dudes that are shooting guards that come off the cut, boom, pop it, boom, pop it. You know what I'm saying? He's not the Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan. I'm a, I'm a, 
or break you down and, and get to the hole and do my thing or I'm gonna pull up, post up, boom, boom. Nah, nah, he's the, I'm gonna run around a hundred times through the game, got that opening pop, got that opening pop. He's not going, got that opening pass to rock. Hey, I'm bring it up the court, run the plate, pass the rock. I'm gonna make the play happen, formulate the play, pass the rock. He ain't that guy, he's the, give me the ball, watch me score. Yeah, point guard, shooting guard. He's basically a shooting guard in a point guard's body, like Iverson. And we're just not, you know what I'm saying? We're, we're just so delusional about it. At the end of the day, salute to Draymond Green, because everybody loves hating on Draymond Green, like, yo, what does he do? You'd be surprised the stuff that Draymond Green does. Draymond Green is very, very alert on that court. Again, I, I tell y'all now, watch watch these Golden State Warrior games where y'all get a chance and watch all the stuff. Like we get mesmerized by Kerry, and then there's when Clay when Clay get hot, he's hot. Draymond, watch the stuff that Draymond, and sometimes it's the small things. Draymond is a is a problem. You know what I'm saying? He'll probably you know what I'm saying? It'll it'll be one of those things where he he doesn't get hits due until he retires and you see the, the um, compilation of his stuff or somebody or people actually take the time to talk about his game and dissect it and you'll be like, yo, I mean it's nice. I know he, I never paid attention that he was that nice. I just thought he ran around kicking dudes in they, in they, in they testicles and, and doing random stuff because that's all we, you know, every every generation got that dude. You know what I'm saying? Metal World Peace. You know what I'm saying? Draymond for a hot minute. It was it was it was um Lance. Like for a hot minute, Lance was that guy out, out there when he was playing with Indiana. Um, of course, Rodman. You know what I'm saying? Bill Lambeer. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got the, every generation got that dude. Every generation got them dudes that was just like, yo. That. Phil Jackson as a as the as a player for the Knicks was, was a little reckless with it. Back in the 70s. Everybody got them, got that dude. Every every generation got that dude that's just, yo, how are you, how are you doing that? What's the light skinned dude that was playing for um Memphis? Yeah. Yeah, he he's the like yeah he's right there he's wait he's waiting to take Draymond's Draymond's joint for a hot minute I thought it was gonna be Pat Beverly Bever, you know that was gonna come for that title then I realized like Pat Beverly's just a different breed Pat Pat Beverly is the guy that he he's that um, hothead dude he's that like his defense is dope like he could probably he has the okay defense I mean, somebody gonna get mad he got better defense I, mean, he, I got okay defense. I don't trust nobody's defense in this era. But anyway, that was a wild joint, though. They said, like, people were really mad about that. Like, dude, and here's the thing. He said it. It's not even like somebody else said it. If that's what he felt like, if that's what he felt, then that's, that's his vibe. Yo, I feel like I'm the best point guard of all time. Okay. Keep it pushing. Salute to you. You know what I mean? Football season's around the corner. It don't matter. You know what I'm saying? football season when football season comes around everything is irrelevant everything every sport becomes irrelevant anyway ain't nobody caring about you until after the super bowl you know what i'm saying the christmas games and after the super bowl that's it that's you know what i'm saying like it's the christmas games 
and then you're just hanging out. After the Super Bowl, it's the All-Star game, then people really start paying attention to the NBA. Yeah, go ahead, man. You got to enjoy yourself, because nobody's going to worry about any of that, especially when on them Sunday, Mondays, and Thursdays, y'all lost, because nobody beats the NFL. Nobody. The NFL rocks all day. Look, look, the pregame, pregame, get more ratings than a lot of shows that's right that joint at 11 o'clock before 12 o'clock get a lot of joints the the numbers are staggering nfl is a whole nother beast you can't yo salute to the nfl it's gonna be exciting it's gonna wow i'm out here in cincinnati they all they all they salivating at the mouth they can't wait you know what i'm saying it was like yo we doing good went to the super bowl one year then we was right there, a game away from it the next year. What we going to do this year? Like, they on it. They are on it out here. Yo, and I'm an Eagles fan, and you already know. We was, we was, we was a problem. Things didn't go the way it should have went, but we was a problem. You know what I mean? So, it is what it is, man. This is how we do. Oh, snap. I'm up here thinking the show's over. My bad. Thomas Elkins. The pharmacist. I know at some point on this thing, I start talking like I, you know, he was a dentist. My bad on that. The pharmacist. So all that dentistry talk, just dismiss it. Just let that go out your mind. It's going to be a lot of weird, mm, I ain't going to say racist. Cause when you, when, you know what I'm saying? Racism is a thing, is a power structure. I'm going to say um, stereotyping going on when y'all hear this clip. It's going to be some stereotyping. Racism is a power structure. You know what I'm saying? To be a racist, that means you are literally figuring out a way to stifle another people's progression. You know what I mean? It's not about not liking them. It's like you have the power to make sure that they don't succeed in anything that they're trying to do. So yeah, that's different. I don't think that I'm racist on these comments it's more like improperly stereotyping people which is kind of you know, what people do uh, i'm out here in cincinnati i'm off the street from kentucky and indiana so who knows how things really get salute to all the people i actually know from indiana salute to people i know from kentucky and they'll be and even they go it gets like that out there though it gets you know what i mean so it is what it is Let's get into this show. Thank y'all for listening. East Coast, West Coast, Worldwide, and I don't know. I think like maybe a good portion of y'all actually when I when I posted on places, when I reposted on on Twitter or I reposted on Facebook or whatever, y'all go to the actual WordPress page. Some people just actually get this joint when they get this joint. It's weird when I see how you're listening and how you came across it. You know, it's wild. But anyway, for the people who do go to the WordPress page and they, and they get their joint that way, salute to y'all. And we, we we fixed it up a little bit. It don't look as eh, as it did at first. Because I don't know. I, don't, I just didn't like the way it looked for whatever reason. Now it looks okay-ish. You know what I'm saying? We took all the weirdness off of it or everything. We, we, we got a different joint there. It's a different, it's a different site there for y'all. So, um... Thank y'all for rocking with me, man. East Coast, West Coast, Worldwide. Let's get into this thing. Thomas Elkin. Yo.
let's go. Yes. Yes. Y'all know what we do when we do what we do. Better than whatever you knew. Give it to them like whatever you do. I'm playing. I don't know what to do. Do, 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 do. Speaking of do, 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 do. <laughs> that is the craziest transition. So we're going to get into this. Hey, live at the away. I got like a few minutes left. And I, I, yo, do, 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 do was not really something I was planning on doing. I was going to say something like, yo, the next time you come across a white racist person, it's like, I hate everything that y'all invented. You tell them. Tell them this right here. You tell them like this. Cut the beat. Cut the beat. Cut the beat. You tell them. Next time you go take a dump, you go take a to urinate. Go outside in the woods and just do it. Do it like like the cavemen. You know why? And they don't look at you and they go. You be like what? Be like and they don't even tell them. Don't even don't tell them why. Just be like Thomas Elkins and walk off. Just walk off. The, I hate you, blackheads. You darkies. You need to get. Thomas Elkins. You don't, you don't like our stuff so much, Thomas Elkins. And then they gonna be like, what? And then they're gonna have somebody smart enough to Google it and be like, Daddy, he invented the toilet. What? Oh, I thought since it was white and porcelain, it was a white man that did it. And then they gonna be mad. <laughs> I don't know why I'm giving these dudes this accent. Because, like, it, them, they ain't even the real racist people. It's usually the dudes who just talk all proper and smooth and, and cool. Y'all seen that one racist dude? Oh, bring the beat back. I'm out here talking without the beat. Y'all seen the one white racist dude? I think Charles, there's a, there's a clip where Charles Barkley was talking to him. He's like, he's just so adamant. <laughs> he is so adamant about just, like, white purity. It's like, ah. And then, it's like, then you show him a picture of Halle Berry from back in the day, or even today, and show him a picture of Mariah Carey. And you're like, Ah, but that's so sexy. But ah, but the, the, I know, I know, I know. Ah, you know what I mean. But anyway, that's what it, it's wild though. Like I don't know why I gave them dudes that kind of accent. Like I only, I've never really met anybody with that deep of a strong accent. I've just, you know what I mean. But it just seems funny when you say it like that because it just that just sounds like it, like it's incest bread like stuff like here. Come here, sister mama. You know, like what? Like, that's your mama and your sister? Yeah. And they got a straw in their mouth. They out here looking like Huck Finn. <laughs> just barefoot with some cutoff, with some cutoff overalls on. Just standing outside with no shirt on, just holding the straps, chewing the straw. What'd you know around these bars? I don't even. <laughs> hey. Hey, I don't even know if I what would I even do if I saw somebody like that. If I saw somebody like that, would I be laughing or yeah, I'd be I'd be scared. You'd be kind of like for a hot minute. That's why you can't travel. Like when you travel these these far out places, make sure you you know what I'm saying. Got to old school. You got to go old school. Got to make sure you get out of a lot of these small towns before. Let don't let the sun beat you. Cause you never know. You go go walking up in with some spot and then they just hurt the old spot get quiet. <laughs> Don't seem like you blow around here. You dark as the night. He be like, what? I just came to, you know what I'm saying? Get a quick little, little, little number two. And put some gas in the car and bounce. Huh. I think we closed. And once they start saying stuff, that's when you just be like, I'm good, B. I'm out. 
but then you gotta watch you gotta look through the rear view the whole time like ain't no cars following you, you up here trying to and then you put your like throw your throw your lights on real bright just make sure ain't no cars behind you you know what i mean just wow though but anyway i don't know why i got went into this whole weird that sound like what was that joint um um lovecraft i mean out here doing some lovecraft country county lovecraft joint which i can't i can't believe they canceled that joint man that that joint made you feel weird too watching that it was just like yo ah felt weird like you, you know what i mean it's just like yo boy woof Next day, you know, you're hanging around your white friends and they say something weird and you just look at them like, yo, I bet you evil. You probably got like some black people in your basement right now just sewing them together like Frankenstein. Huh? Dude, we've been in my basement. We got a ping pong table. What are you talking about? Under the ping pong table. Dust? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Let's get into this joint. I'm bugging. I'm bugging. I'm driving. I'm bugging. And I want to get back to some music, too, and I'm tripping out here, y'all. Let's get to what we're doing. <clears throat> Take it from the top. Take it from the top. Let's go. This moment in black history. It's going to be a lot. Like, yo, if you know somebody who sound like that, then y'all be like, man, you out here talking about my uncle. I ain't talking about your uncle. I'm talking about somebody your uncle probably know, though. Anyway. We gonna talk about Thomas Elkins, born in 1818. He died in 1900. You know what I'm saying? He was a dentist, an abolitionist, a surgeon, a pharmacist, and an inventor. He was out there in New York doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? He was also part of the medical examiners for the 54th and the 55th Massachusetts Infantry and they visited Liberia back in them days doing their thing. You know what I'm saying? As a pharmacist, he was always doing this thing. And he basically tried to figure out how they work out with moves down to the south. You know what I'm saying? For the greater African-American population and do things for them. You know what I'm saying? He had the old school tools and the old school vibes. You know what I'm saying? He ran a small drugstore and all that. My man then takes the game to a whole nother level. You know what I'm saying? Doing the abolitionist work. He was also out here holding holding dudes down, and he did his thing. He had the moves where he was helping fugitive slaves get from the south to the north. You know what I'm saying? Now, going to his invention, my man, <laughs> hey, I'll, you know, look, he patented and improved in the chamber of the toilet. You know what I'm saying? He added some amenities to the drink. You know what I'm saying? He had a mirror. A book rack, you basically a wash, a washstand, a stable. He was out here like, yo, if you gonna take a dump, you might as well be doing it in style. He was like, get your little reading, cause you know people like, like now we take our phones, we're like out here just doodle fecal matter all over the phone, and then we just fingers is so we wash our hands and then still go right back to messing with the phone. Like dog, the phone was in the bathroom with you. It got doodle germs on it. What did you like? Wipe the phone off too, dog. I don't, yeah, I don't think that's how that works. All right, whatever, man. Pocket stink, dog just around you like, yo, why your pocket stink? Anyway, my man was out here doing his thing. And it was like, yo, he basically was like, other inventions, he had furniture. Like, he was really out here doing things. He had he, he um had a situation where it was a com- combination of a dining table and an iron table and a quilting frame. He was like, yo, he was just really out here 
doing this thing, inventing. He was a pharmacist. He was a doctor. He was a, yo, he was a real talk dude. He was about that life. You know what I'm saying? When people talk about, show, be about it. Don't talk about it. Be about it. He was about it. You know what I'm saying? He put his life on the line for a few joints. He was out here, like I said, helping people. And he wanted to go down south and help because he understood, like, yo, y'all ain't really getting the proper care. A couple of y'all slaves is coming up here and here. Mouth all raggedy out here looking like dice in your mouth. Breath just smelling like, just like, smelling like something that went in one of my inventions. What, you, what, what are your inventions? This right here. Ooh, what did that white thing right there? You sit on it and then you, you know, you, you drop deuces. Huh? Oh, no, 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 no. I don't then you hit this handle right here, uh, and it go down somewhere. Ooh, that's the devil's work. You sure you want to be a, uh, uh-uh, no, 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 no. And you want to work in my mouth after you do something for the dookie peoples? Mm-mm. I don't know how that conversation would go. But that would be wild, right? My dentist is telling you, like, yeah, yo, I'm working on these toilets. Like, toilets? Yeah, you know, you drop your doses up in the joint and flush it. You got your hand up in my mouth, dog? You go ahead with that. I punch you in your face. What's wrong with you? All right, yo. Whatever, man. You'll see. Then next thing you know, they get old, and their kids is like, and we got a toilet. And they like, I be, he went in out here and made him a toilet. Porcelain. Wow, wow. It's just, wow. I don't know. I'm just painting pictures there. Anyway, let's get back into this music. I'm wow, y'all. This is, I'm enjoying this, you know, you know what I'm saying? This whole month been good for this hip-hop joint. 50 years of hip-hop, the whole year. You know what I mean? But let's get back into this music. A joint that we don't play a lot of. When I say we, I ain't just talking about me. I ain't talking about the DJs on the station. I'm talking about as a group, as a collective. We don't play this song enough. Remember when this joint came out and you couldn't escape it? Y'all know what I'm talking about when y'all hear it. Yes, 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 yes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's Let's bring this back up to the right tempo. Let's do it like this, like this. Yeah, smooth with it like that, like, uh. And you all know how I do. When I do, I bid you adieu. And this how I move. I'm out the dough. I'ma let y'all know just how it go. One, chicka, chicka, two, uh, three, uh, four. I hate when dudes do that joint. I hated that joint. Bring it back real quick. I'm about to get up out of here. Don't turn baby off. Anyway. I'ma holler at y'all Wednesday. Don't know what we doing Wednesday. No, I do know what we doing Wednesday. I don't know what we doing Wednesday. I'm lying to y'all, man. I'm trying to figure out because Michael Jackson's birthday is either closer to the Wednesday or it's closer to the Saturday. Probably closer to the Saturday. No, I think we'll pass it by Saturday. Who knows, man? It is what it is. We're going to have fun. We're going to do what we do. We're going to get down one time for the mind and it don't quit. Y'all know how we do because we're going to get into Michael Jackson. Just banging like joints. So that's right, man. Get your gloves, get your get your socks, get your shoes, get the hot water pants together, get the get the Captain Crunch outfit ready. You know what I'm saying? Out here on the love boat joint, be out here just all glittered up with the Jerry Curl with the glitter to it, dark shades, whichever you might y'all wanna rock with. Dark Mike with the big nose and the fro, or light skinned Mike with the good perm out here looking like you know what I'm saying. They, they one of them white girl model joints, you know, whatever Mike y'all ride with, you know what I'm saying? Mike with the red jacket and the armband, ha, with the t-shirt that he ripped like Hulk Hogan. We gonna get into what we do, though. We gonna have that Mike fun, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. They say you only live once. 
that's a lie. You only die once. And when you try to do transitions like this because you know time is up, just make sure that the world knows that you did your best. And that's all they ask for you as you on this journey. So y'all be safe. Peace. I'm out. I'm wild on that one. My bad, y'all. Have fun, man. Continue on with what y'all was doing. Let's get it in. This is a solo art presentation.